This is Pursuing Wholeness. People probably getting, getting kind of old. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. You know, this is. I think this is the thirty ninth episode. Probably at least three quarters of them have that shooby dooby dooby doo. Maybe people think that's how the song goes. No, I, I don't. I, I don't think that they think that. <laughs> I don't think that they think that. I guess it's how it makes me feel when it comes on. I just feel like I'm in like a little jazz club and. I'm at the mic and yeah. Shout out to my brother, um, Shane. Life on flow. If you and I'm telling y'all, it's a second um, podcast um, theme that my brother has made for me. He's 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 the best man. Like he's really good at what he does. I mean, y'all hear that? You know, you want to. Um, anytime you hear that, you kind of want to let it keep on going, especially at the end, whenever it goes all the way to the end. Y'all know y'all, y'all turn, uh, turn that stuff up on your radio. You know you do. Yeah, next time maybe we'll do a live video and we'll dance to it. Okay. You'll be, you be disappointed because hey, you see that Sean isn't in hey. the video. Sean, don't be a pooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's, 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 let's show people what, what the McClendons do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's show what they do. Let's show them. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> welcome to the McClendon home. Mm-hmm. What you meant to say? Welcome to the Pursuing Holdings podcast, maybe? I mean, I said what I said. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. all right, y'all. It's, I guess it's getting past my bedtime. I'm yep. starting to get a little silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hello, welcome to the Pursuing Holdings podcast. We're so glad that you have joined us this evening or afternoon or morning or whenever it is that you're listening to this episode um we um it's been good it's been a good little week that we've had um my first official week um of being an entrepreneur fully not you know going to my engineering job first full week it's weird I almost kind of feel scared to say that. I know. It's like, what about people hear you? Right. They find out that you have left your job. Mm-hmm. How's it been? Yeah, I don't know, man. This is weird. It's just kind of weird. It's really, really weird to say that. Several several moments during the week <clears throat> where I kind of had a thought like, Sean, like this is, you really did this. Like you've been talking about this stuff for many years. Um, well, I won't say I did. Obviously, of course, it's my job and whatnot. But it's something that my wife and I talked about for a long time. But it's like I'm home. I'm really home. You know, you get up, or you know, since I was working swing shift, I don't even think about having to get ready to leave. Just kind of like, you know, take the kids and kind of you know do whatever stuff with them and everything. Continue through the day. Just continue, you know, and um. I don't know. It's been crazy. I guess it, it also 
I'll say briefly on the entrepreneurial side of things, it really it really does change your mind about entrepreneurship. Because, you know, when you have the nine to five there, you know, it's just kind of more so just like, you know, you know, a side hustle and, you know, you kind of hope that you'll be successful and this and that. But it's like that hunger level kind of changes a little bit whenever mm-hmm. this is your thing now. And um, it's like, OK, I'm going to need to get some more clients, man. You know, it's um, like I said, it's a little scary on one end. But then on the other end, it's, it's exciting because it's what I wanted to do. And also it's like, um, you know, just the possibilities. You think about the possibilities. But you can't just think about the possibilities. So you got you better yes, work you, them things yeah, out. You actually have to get clients. Yeah, so, you know, we, we, yeah. we've been talking about this for a long time. A very, very long time. And it's here. It's it's past. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about when your last day might be and you know, how how you might spend your time and all that. Like we we're a week into this thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's no going back now. There's none. Mm-hmm. And it's funny with the kids, like um, our oldest, she's always like, uh, well, the youngest, she said, daddy, go to work, daddy, go to work. And then the oldest says, daddy's never going to work again. Never. <laughs> he's never going. Stop it. <laughs> she tells her to stop. Yeah. She's like, he's never going to work. <laughs> Jeez. And then sometimes I guess um, when that's said in other ways, I guess you hadn't heard her say that, but you'll be like, no, I'm, daddy's working. Oh, yeah, because she's like, daddy doesn't work anymore or something <laughs> like that. It's like, no, 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 Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I but, do work. Yes, I do work. I, I work for myself now. I don't, daddy's not just sitting up in the house, you know, playing video games and, you know, eating snacks. I'm like, I'm working. I'm just not working there. I'm working here now. And I'm the boss, you know. So like, let's get it straight. Like your dad ain't just sitting around now. I, you know, I don't do that. I wasn't raised like that. <laughs> you know, it just kind of felt weird to kind of hear my my child say it's like. So is that her perception of what I'm actually doing? You know. Yeah, you know, I, I think that um the way the life that we are working to build, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how they perceive it because they're not gonna see us going to jobs. I mean, like. I think they probably have seen mommy go to work more than they're used to seeing because I'm a lot more spending a lot more time actually like going off and taking care of my stuff with my firm mm-hmm. a little more than what like they would see before because I would just do it when I would work when they weren't up as much and so they didn't really see me getting away and working as much as they do now where you're helping it's like it's really cool like to have that more of a shared responsibility during the day because it's it's tough trying to get work done when you hear your child in the room she's supposed to be napping and you know that she back there throwing her toys out the crib yeah and it's like but i'm on this consultation at least now i can text you and be like sean like can you go and do this or something it's like we can kind of bounce off each other one person do something while the other one's home it's just i don't know it's just it's nice yeah. To kind of have that flexibility. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just have a little flow. We've been eating lunches together and dinners. And- yeah, 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 exactly. I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, um, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'm used to, because of my job, having to essentially buy food out sometimes twice a day um, based on when I was having to leave and go to work. And, um, you know, like, I only together like we only bought food out well i did i actually bought it out two days one day i just kind of like was being was being naughty and um 
I mean, but but um, I didn't have to buy food out. But like instead of buying food out, <laughs> maybe like ten times in the work week, it was only twice. You know, and um, every food, every meal, you know, pretty much, you know, you you know, you'd be happy about what you ate. Like you know, you ate stuff that had good ingredients in it and stuff for the most you part. Cooked it at home. Right, everything was homemade. Everything was, and it wasn't like some. Again, we wasn't on some processed snacks and and whatnot. It was like all homemade. I mean, you know, for the, I mean, you know, not like every meal was like you know peas and and greens and all that kind of stuff. But um, it was all homemade. You know, yeah. stuff that you know you actually ate well. I, I feel like I felt better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did. You know, and um. Sleep has been decent. Probably could have gotten a little bit more sleep, but I've been getting up earlier. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I was going to mention that, how like now that you're not working, you get up earlier. Mm-hmm. And I have, too. Mm-hmm. It's, I've gotten up earlier, and we just kind of get up and do work. Well, first we pray and spend time with God and do a little devotion, and then we get up and work a little bit before everybody else gets up, and that's been good. Yeah. It's been good. I um I like when I get up early. Even though I'm not, I don't think I'm really a morning person. I think I'm more of a a late owl. Mm-hmm. I like to stay up late, but being with Sean has kind of got me out of that. Staying up real late, I guess these past few weeks I've been staying up later than usual. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, but yeah, it's it's been good. It's been good. I know it's not going to always be like flowers and roses and stuff because we're kind of in this new phase. But it, I think it's been good. And the kids, they even... They they don't they ask you for stuff now, like because they know that daddy's here to to help too. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, because like before they just mommy this, mommy that, mommy this, mommy that. And now they're like, you know, our youngest she <laughs> she said, mommy, can I get so and so? No, not right now, daddy. Can yeah. I get so and so? And it's like before it was just mommy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now that she's kind of sharing the the wealth. But mm-hmm. at the same time, trying to be like, well, if mommy doesn't do it, then I can try to get daddy to do it. It's funny, man. It's really funny how kids automatically do that. They they, they literally they literally will try to get it however they can and kind of put the parents against each other. And their whole thing is to get what what they want by any means, you know. And um, I don't know. It's kind of funny. You it does usually happen to vice versa. They're still gonna more so ask mommy, um, like. Our youngest one said something, and I, I asked her what she said, and she she was like, "No, mommy, so and so and so." Like, so she had changed what she said by adding "mommy" to it. This time, I was like, <laughs> "Daddy, I don't really want you to kind of like whatever get out of this conversation." Now you should have known I wasn't talking to you. I right. know I didn't say "mommy," but you know I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> right, right. So, Daddy, get out of the way, mommy. I'm talking to you now. So and so and so and so. Yeah, she's a little bit of a bully. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's very different than our oldest child. She's, she's, um, yeah, she, she's, she's kind of a bully. Maybe it is kind of more so how people say that the younger siblings are anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm. so what's been inspiring you? You know, like you know, you got you know this new, new way of living and this new. I don't know. We just approaching life differently now. What's what's inspiring you? I know you've been listening a lot to um, Eric Thomas, and mm-hmm. um, we were watching a few things by Seth Golden. Oh, okay, 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I kind of got you. Yeah. So that that is <laughs> a good lead in. <laughs> you could have just segued in with me, but you had to just. I'm sorry. I guess I was trying to think. I really was trying to figure out how, how I was going to answer that. Because like, what's inspiring me? I mean, I don't, I don't know. You know, like I guess it's trying to trying to make sure I provide for my family, kind of do my part. But um, but yeah, yeah. So I have been listening to a lot of Eric Thomas. You know, Et the hip hop preachers they call him. You know. Mr. If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful, you know. Yeah, I like listening to that, that podcast, Secrets to Success, because they're, <clears throat> I don't know, I just like hearing them kind of riff off each other and whatnot, and they talk about good stuff. Um, But yeah, yeah, so, yeah, we, we uh, yes, and I was inspired by, you know, my wife and I were watching, Um, it's a guy by the name of Seth Golden, which, I mean, he's very, very well known, Um. And I've known of him for, you know, a few years. And, um, but he's very much of one who taught, is he's kind of a, he's kind of a, well, it's, it, it, it tends to have to do with like business and, um, um, I guess successful businesses. You're running, running companies and people management. Right. Innovation and business and just mm-hmm. a different kind of thought about the way to approach business and whatnot. He's, He's a very um, accomplished man himself in that area, and he just kind of does talks and stuff like that. He's like, what is it, like um, somebody with Yahoo or? Yeah, he used um, to, um, he he helped develop something with them, like, in the early years. Hmm. And, um, he, I mean, he's worked for a few companies like that. I can't remember exactly what all he did, though. I had to kind of go back. But um, he's written a lot of really, really good books. Um which I won't go into all that kind of stuff. I have one of them, but anyhow, he, this dude has, he has some, you know, some real wisdom on stuff having to do with like, um, you know, approaching how you serve your clients and, um, how you even run your business, like not doing what everybody else does. And And just being a, a good person. Right. Right. Even just being overall good, authentic, real person in the world. And um, not just being like a robot who just does essentially what everybody else does, what you're supposed to do, um, essentially. And um, yeah, yeah, Go <laughs> I ahead. guess that's that's very relevant to what you did. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe perhaps that's even part of the reason that it resonates so much with us. We're not saying people who work at jobs are robots or anything. <laughs> just want to no. make that clear. But just kind of like that. And and I'm sorry to to jump in like that but I wanted to make that clear that it's kind of like a doing what you want to do what you feel led to do what 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 your heart is telling you to Mm do right so often we do what we feel like we should do Mm -hmm. I should work at this job because I have a college degree I should make this kind of money because I have this kind of education so I should make this money I should work at a job like this and get benefits and retirement and all that because that's what a responsible person does and and just kind of taking those shoulds away mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to do what you feel inclined to do right 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 yeah exactly like like you said you know this is definitely not anything you know trying to say something about people who have who do nine to five jobs and whatnot. Not at all. I know personally for myself and for us here in in this family, like 
specifically where I was in contrast with um, what we have going on at home and even some of my own personal desires and whatnot. You know, it's kind of like a crossroads of decision for for a long time. And it just kind of it kind of more so got to the point where um, and we'll get back to the golden stuff, Seth Golden stuff. But it kind of got to a point where it's like, OK, so either you're going to go ahead and do it or you're not going to because you, you've gotten too many. Um, you've gotten too many signs. Mm-hmm. You know, you've gotten way too many signs. If you if you if you keep on at this point, then like there's nothing left to be said for you. There There isn't. You just mm-hmm. you you really playing, you know. And so um, I don't know. It's weird, but that's that's exactly how it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a lot because I know even in this podcast, you've talked about, you know, how my life has been and how I'm always getting these signs and feel like, you know, you can see where God is leading me. But you getting that, too. You've gotten that. Mm, probably because I'm with you. you know, I'm kind of <laughs> getting some of that rubbing off or something like that. But, yeah, it's, it's too many things kind of lining up and just coincident, quote, coincidentally happening. Um to kind of make it kind of like, you know, come on, Sean. Come on, man. You know. So. And then even, I mean, like, even with the signs, which are great, sometimes you can just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Even if there are no signs. Even if you don't feel like, you know, am I supposed to do that? I, I guess I, I'm saying that. Like, I do believe in being led by God and allowing God to direct us. I do believe in that. But I guess maybe the way I am wired. Right. That's what I was going to say. Because I'm, I'm always like, what should I do? What should I do? And I agonize over what I should do. And sometimes I just need to do what I want to do. But mm-hmm. the thing is, what I want to do is kind of like the way that God leads me. He puts this vision or dream in my heart, and that's what I want to do. But then I'll be like, well, what should I do? But it's like, guys, I already put that vision in your heart. That's what's leading you. Mm-hmm. But you're, like, still coming back and trying to see, like, if you're going to get some more direct guidance from somebody outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, like, a me thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And for some people out there who listen, I know it's other people like that. Who I guess in for me like I always say feel like I need permission mm-hmm. to do things like mm-hmm. I can't just do what I want to do. Right. Even though at the same time, it's the thing that's kind of funny to me is that even though you're the type of person that kind of like is often looking for permission to kind of do stuff, you still also kind of have already in you like you already are that type of person that'll kind of go and do different things. Mm-hmm. I say that just kind of comparing you to me, which I don't know, you know, people say you're not supposed to compare to each other, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like compared to me, like I'm, I'm about a book person. I am, you know, I mean, it's stuff that you kind of joke about with me or whatever. I kind of do, I do, <laughs> you know, I do um, tasks and I, I do what I'm told, so to speak. And I do whatever the book says, right, right. I mean, like, um, every dot and every um, cross and every T and all that kind of stuff. I do those things or whatever. So I don't, to do different things, a lot of times is even kind of against my, against my, my design or whatever. You know, it's like I have to, I kind of feel like I have to be convinced sometimes to kind of do differently. 
because I do, you know, what I'm supposed to do, so to speak. But you are kind of different than that, which you kind of have challenged me in that stuff, you know, over the years or whatever. Even, like I said, even as you kind of feel these needs to ask for permission, you still have challenged me a lot in those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it's, it's just kind of interesting to me how that how that coexists in one being. That is interesting, though, even thinking about it myself. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess maybe sometimes it just kind of switches on and off. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to do things without, I don't know. It's like thinking about it, it really doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but it does coexist. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just, maybe it's certain types of things where some things I just do it and some things... I feel like I need permission. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the permission, like I even think about back when I was um, having some challenges on my job, you were the one that was like, just resign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like when you did, I was like, all right. You know, I, went, <laughs> yep, I think I yep. went upstairs and <laughs> sent the letter at that moment or something mm-hmm. like that because I was like, I can't do it. But, yeah. um, but it's like, so I still needed that permission, I guess, to like go and do it. It's like, I kind of was like telling you like, Sean, I need you to tell me mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. resign. Pretty much, pretty much what it was. Cause like literally we were having the same situations and scenarios over and over again, same conversations about the stuff and like the writing was on the wall, you know? And so, you know, at, at some point I was just like, just go, just go ahead. Now, now of course with me, it would still take me quite a while to be like, okay, maybe I guess I'll start thinking about considering, you know, leaving <laughs> or whatever. But like, yeah, you, you, you were already there. Like you said, you just kind of like, were looking for somebody to like, be like, go ahead and press the button, Veronica. You know what to do. <laughs> Boom. You know, so it's like me, it's like before the sentence is finished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so we were watching something last night. Um, um, where Seth Golden was being interviewed by some guy with a podcast or something like that, a YouTube show or something. But anyway, he was—I can't re- remember exactly the things that Seth Golden said. But um, oh, you're gonna try to find it. Well, you remember I had took some notes. I had taken oh. some notes. Did you? <laughs> I, I had. Ahead? I had to. I had took some notes. Mm-hmm. I had taken some notes. But um, but yeah. So is that even proper? I took some notes. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, but um, in a nutshell, what he was saying was something along the lines of, like, um, not 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 worrying so much about. Now I I I say it how he said it since he was talking more so about business, but you know, not really worrying so much about trying to go for some big audience, um, or anything like that, but like. In terms of your marketing. You're right. In terms of marketing, like, you know, like, because typically with marketing, you know, you try to reach as many people as possible. You you throw something out there, you do an ad or you do some social media blitz where you putting this stuff out there and um, you just kind of hope that you kind of get a few people to kind of come back and, you know, take action or what, on whatever it is that you put out there. Um, but he was saying, you know, the thing is you more so need to kind of focus on he was saying you more so need to kind of focus on those who are already being uh, the the people who 
have already indicated that they're interested in what you have going on. Even if it's like mm-hmm. a small, small audience, like the people, he's like, these are your people. These are the true people who, fans. yeah, your true fans. These are the people who your um, message has already resonated. And um, it probably is more of them, but like, you know, if anything, you'll reach them by like treating these people who are already there, you know, as best as possible, really serving them to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. And, Knowing exactly what they like and what they right. want and giving on those things. Right. And, you know, he was even saying stuff just kind of implying that, you know, these people like what you're putting out there. And so it's kind of like really freeing me, you know, helping me to kind of realize that it really is okay to, you know, it's okay to be authentically who you are and not just kind of doing stuff. Like he, he, he was talking about how you have salespeople who, you know, and if you're in sales, you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't saying nothing about what what you're doing or whatever. I'm just repeating. you're in sales. I mean, I am. I am. Like, like uh, they say with um, law firm mentor. I have a coach in his law firm mentor. They say that if you own a business, then you're in sales. Yeah, I guess so. You have to sell your services or but your product. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to law firm mentor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was saying how typically in sales, you know, you have somebody who goes and knocks on door to, you know, door after door after door and gets all these rejections and, and all this kind of stuff. And he was kind of talking about how, um, what did he say? Essentially that those aren't really rejections. He, what did he say? He, um, gosh, I wish I could remember how he said it, but I guess the main gist of what he was saying was that, you know, we always kind of cast this wide net trying to get all these people who would never even be interested in what we have to say because of how we're approaching them and um and what we're offering even yeah and what we're offering because they would never even want it anyway you know but um but we do these things that aren't necessarily like even in line with the kind of uh, with, with what we're really maybe designed or wanting to do or who we really who are we really you remember are. he was saying it's like when you're when you have that approach to sales you're not being yourself there you're mm-hmm. some other guy mm-hmm. but like yourself is like stuffed in the back because you're like hiding your true self to mm-hmm. try to like push this thing on people that they don't want mm-hmm. right that was freeing for me to even think about it like that because like it it, it was freeing to re- be reminded that you can be yourself at all times and that's what people mm-hmm. desire. Mm-hmm. They want the true you, and you want the true them. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we are, we're often like kind of trying to we're kind we're trying to um, accomplish some result, and so we think we have to do it a certain way. But like being yourself is the best way to get the results that you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extremely freeing, extremely freeing. Because I kind of think about a lot of the things that I do or have tried to do in my years of um entrepreneurship and um you know doing stuff you know that i feel that i i really don't want to do i'm you know i'm not really honestly the type of person that's a real big kind of like you know i'm kind of like more so to myself kind of person but i feel really passionate about the things that i do but I guess I put it this way, like, so case in point, you know, I'm 
in the health and fitness industry, you know, as a um, health and fitness entrepreneur, certified personal trainer. And a lot of the people who are very successful in that area, um, you know, a lot of times on their Instagrams, you know, they're shirtless or, you know, like showing all their muscles and all this kind of stuff. And um, I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, have anything against that per se, but it's just not me, you know? And um, I feel like if I were doing that kind of thing, I would be like, I'd be out of my lane, you know, but, but, but at times I've kind of felt like, you know, if I don't, if I haven't gotten as much result, you know, with different kind of things, like, like in, in Veronica knows I've often kind of come to her like, you know what, like, I, I gotta be shirtless, man. I got, <laughs> I gotta be like, it, it just kind of seems like, it, cause you see all these folks, I don't know it, who seem very successful and they, you know, it's like. Their stuff is all around them, kind of like, um, you know, not really having on shirts. And I don't know, but I just kind of feel conflicted because that's not really who I am. But, you know, you do want a successful, <laughs> you do want a successful business. So it's like, mm-hmm. man, dude, I don't know. You know, I mean, like I said, I don't really have anything against that. It's just not really my style. But, um, but yeah, I guess the thing is with the stuff that Seth Golden said, it kind of, reminded me like don't worry about trying to like do what somebody else does just for lack of better words you know it's just like uh in the bible when um Saul was like whenever David said he would fight Goliath he was like well if you're gonna do it here go ahead and take my armor and he Mm -hmm. couldn't he was like what am I gonna do with this I I don't I can't fight with this stuff that's not how I do stuff right it's not how I do and so he just had to do it the way that he did it like with stones and his slingshot you know, because that's what he knew how to use, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, I don't know. It's like even though we hear those kind of stories and whatnot, we still kind of resort to kind of thinking, well, if something is to be done successfully, it has to be done the way that that person said, you got to follow this step, this step, this step, instead of kind of realizing that, you know, that perhaps God put something on, on the inside of you to kind of do that same thing a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. you know and um i don't know we're kind of like i'm conditioned i say to believe sometimes that maybe i just don't i don't i just don't really know what to do i don't really know how to accomplish a certain kind of thing but i may not necessarily know how to do it the way that somebody else did mm-hmm. but i have to be open to believing that there's perhaps something else on the inside of me where i can kind of accomplish something in a totally different way mm-hmm. you know my way so to speak. Yeah, and I think also we have to, um, like one thing Seth Golden was talking about was um, like being authentic and really connecting with people and really finding out what people need and mm-hmm. want and like meeting those things instead of like just doing things that you think are good. Like you're actually like trying to find out these people who are in my little circle, people who like what I do or who want to support what I, whatever it is that I'm doing, what is it that these folks want and how can I like truly serve them? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about like choosing your clients. You get to decide who are the people that you want to work with and you get to decide what those people, well, you don't, you don't decide what they want, but you create things with them in mind. You like have those people in your, in your, in your psyche as you're creating systems or products or services or whatever it is that you're doing you're thinking about those people and saying, how can I serve them? And the thing that's, in, that's, that's 
that attracts me about that is that um it's like you you get to help people's lives be better mm-hmm. by by providing a service and you get paid for it but you're not like you're not doing anything you're not taking their money right you're that's not how slimy or something right and, and and that's how i've often like as a business owner even sometimes i feel guilty asking people to pay me for stuff and um if I'm providing something that's enriching their lives, they will be glad to pay it. And then if I say, and I won't say it directly, but if I say, you know, in theory that I can't provide this wonderful thing to you if you don't pay me a certain amount, then I think they'll be glad to pay because they want that thing. I mean, it's like with whatever it is that that we enjoy. I'm just trying to think like avocados. I mean, we we rarely are looking at the prices of avocados. <laughs> they can get kind of expensive. Sometimes we do, but sometimes if you want to have fajitas with avocados, even though I don't know if that's whatever, you know, if you want to have avocados with your stuff, mm-hmm. you're going to buy them. If, if it's going to be fish taco night and you want avocados on your fish tacos, you're not going to be like, well, they, they a dollar 50 and I, I usually don't like to pay more than a dollar. You're going to go pay that money to get those avocados because you want it in your fish tacos. Mm-hmm. At least that's how um, we've become accustomed to doing. Like, we kind of decide what we want to eat and we go buy it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't really, like, look to see as much of, okay, what is within a certain price range and I only buy it then. A lot of times we go ahead and plan our menu and just buy it. I mean, sometimes you're on a budget, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just want what you want. Mm-hmm. And, um... I think that's how it is with with everything else, even legal services, which can be kind of expensive. But if I'm helping people to solve a pressing problem, then they will be happy to pay it because they're not like they're not happy with that problem not being solved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think that if we really think about how can I like make this an extraordinary experience for people, not only will they want to support your product, buy your product or buy your service, but their lives will be enhanced by it. And so it's kind of fun to think, how can I, through what I'm providing, make people's lives better and to constantly be thinking, how can I make their life better? Like when they come to me as a lawyer, when they come into my office or they call my firm or they do have a meeting with me, maybe they can leave feeling refreshed mm-hmm. and feeling like, yes, she's she's going to help me solve my problem and mm-hmm. things are going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just think we miss that a lot of times because we're so focused on how can I get a broader reach and how can I get more subscribers to my email list instead of like just waking up every morning and saying, I got this group of people who love what I do. How can I make their day today? Mm-hmm. Cause I think about sometimes when I write some newsletters for my email list, I sometimes I really get into them and I'll be like thinking of little nuances and little, you know, things that people might find interesting and funny. And then I'm like looking for resources and man, they would really love this workshop or, they would really love to know that this money is out there for this product or this this money is out there to help them with this goal. Like I'm mm-hmm. thinking about ways that I could be a blessing to the people who get this email. And that's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And not only is it fun, you get more clients, you get more people coming to you. But it's it's actually like a joy 
when it's that way instead of it being like what strategies can I use to like trick people to buy my service yeah cause that's what it that's how it is that's what it really is yeah yeah exactly I mean to be honest it's like you kind of have that feeling on the inside of you when you work like for example the way you said you feel doing those newsletters like that you kind of have the feeling inside of you like you know this is the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You already know. You know it wasn't supposed to be like you know, and I don't know. I might be kind of like I might be kind of like I don't know if everybody would agree totally, but I don't know. It's like it just seems like you should be more so inclined towards serving versus kind of like kind of manipulating people to kind of like um, get money from them and all that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, it shouldn't really be a manipulation. You know, it should be, or at least shouldn't feel like it. It should, it should be, you should feel like you are, you should feel like you're really providing somebody the best service that possible to solve, uh, their need. And then they should really feel like their need is being met. You know, mm-hmm. they're paying money, you know? And, um, but yeah, it just seems, it just seems right. That just seems right to me. And it and it's very liberating and very freeing just to kind of think about, you know, like even for example with me again with my health and fitness business, you know, it hasn't necessarily been one of those things where people in droves are just kinda of coming to, you know, read my books or, you know, you know, receive my fitness advice and all that kind of stuff. But I've had a couple of people here and there who kinda of seem to consistently kinda, of, you know, care for my message but i haven't necessarily even kind of dug down with them as much because i've read a whole lot of material and stuff that tells me the strategies i'm supposed to do you know how i'm supposed to have you know i'm supposed to post on social media at this time of the day you know and 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 i have to put these kind of colors and you know all these kind of little things that are you know essentially deconstructed success of somebody else and I have to kind of like apply those in, in a robotic kind of way to achieve success. And so you don't even really feel, you don't feel, it's cool to be successful, I guess with that, but you don't really feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels, I don't know. It just, it's kind of like, it's just kind of, it. you know, you feel different if, you, if you're successful in your heart, isn't it? You just do. Right. And you you're, do. you're really helping people and you see, the look on your client's face or you hear in their voice the relief that they're feeling or when you illuminate something for someone and they're like, wow, that made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But that feels good to help somebody to get to that place, to have that transformation. That's something that um I think they talk about it with law firm mentor, like just helping people to accomplish a transformation when they come through your, your office, when they come through our firm, you know, they're they're actually becoming a different person. They they come in one way and they leave another. And that's what life is about. Like helping people along this journey. And when you take that approach into your business, then you get to like do it all the time. Like you're always your life is always about helping people to have a better life's journey. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's in, it's interesting. That's exciting. It's it's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just trying to put in inputs to get some outputs, it's, it's just not. It's yeah, not it ain't the same. the same. It ain't the same. You know, again, like to me, <laughs> and it kind of seems like it kind of comes to this with 
in my mind, most of our podcasts, it kind of comes back to the question of what is life really about anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, because if it's like about some sort of empty success or whatever, then it's just something, I don't know. It's like, oh, okay, you mm-hmm. know. But, you know, you don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to be successful just for the sake of it. You know, I want it. You know, it's like you do want to live a, like a fulfilled life. You want to live for a purpose you know you want to do something that actually makes sense you want to you want to actually help people like you really do you don't just want to like make money and just kind of like you know it's just all about you because you already know that that's not it can't really be like that because if everybody was like that you know i mean we have a lot of issues in the world already but the world would be a really really horrible place to be if everybody was just kind of all for themselves Mm -hmm. so um you know you want you it kind of reminds me of our pastor, Pastor Dominic Johnson, um, from Kingdom Life says, you know, you want to make a dollar and a difference. You know, you really do want to make your good mark on the world. You know, and um, I don't know, man. But yeah, the stuff the stuff from Seth Golden is really, really freeing. You know, it's like there are people f- with whom your message resonates. And the, and, the, and the thing is, when you really serve people, especially those people who for some reason are tuned into your frequency, mm-hmm. then, you know, they're going to be the ones who tell other people about it. And and word of mouth is already like probably the most powerful way to kind of get the word of your business out. Mm-hmm. But the only way that's really going to happen is if you really make people like really feel like they've been served well. Like, man, Sean is just like Sean is the, the best whatever. And um, you need to you need to go find him because he's gonna help whatever, you know what I mean. He's gonna help mm-hmm. your like with my tutoring. He's gonna help your kid to really raise their grades, or he's gonna really help you to take responsibility or take charge of your health. Um, and they, you know, you you know, it's just like if we went somewhere and the food was real good, and it's like you almost feel like you gotta tell somebody. Right, right. Yeah, and this I I was um talking with the client the other day and she told me that that the issue that I'm helping her with she would have just not done anything about it is um with her family land she would have just let it be but working with me has changed that and a lot more that I could say but <laughs> that's my cue so um we're gonna just keep doing this thing serving and loving on the people that we're working with and, and enhancing lives while we're at it with freedom y'all yeah so y'all do it too (laughs) peace Peace. (laughs) pursuing wholeness is a back to basics health and wholeness podcast with theme music produced by life on 